ultimately, I think what, what I really want to get to is kind of the brass tacks of, of what is Grafana Cloud and what it can be used for. First of all, the biggest difference that you're going to see with Grafana Cloud and any other observability solution out there is Grafana doesn't require you to go through a massive data consolidation project first and get all of your data into a single database to be able to visualize it together. And that'll be kind of the key thing that we're talking about today. We can connect into a number of different data sources. We'll focus on MongoDB here today, but there's a, a number of different technologies there. And without actually having to migrate that data from MongoDB into Grafana Cloud, Grafana Cloud makes API calls in real time to MongoDB Atlas or wherever your MongoDB database is stored and queries that data and then visualizes it inside of Grafana. Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Lin, and this is the MongoDB Podcast. Today, I'm so excited to present a special episode where we focus on the integration between MongoDB and Grafana. Our guest today is Vijay Tolani from Grafana Labs. We're going to share insights into how you can leverage these powerful tools for centralized data monitoring and observability. So whether you're a developer, database administrator, or just passionate about data, analytics, observability, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. If you're enjoying the show, please remember to check the show notes for links, share this episode with a colleague, and if you'd leave a comment and a rating, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's going to help us improve the show. Let's bring our guest in. How are you, sir? It's great to see you. I'm doing well, Michael. How about yourself? Fantastic. It's a beautiful day here in Newtown, Pennsylvania. Where in the world are you, VJ? I live in San Diego, California, but today I am in San Francisco meeting up with my team. So I'm at a co-working facility here today. We love San Francisco for sure. We're going to talk about Grafana today. You're going to dive into a little bit of a presentation, show some slides, and maybe let's, let's kick things off, VJ. What is Grafana Labs all about? Yeah, no, absolutely. So at Grafana Labs, we ultimately build an observability platform. But I think the, the biggest thing that I want everyone here to, to understand is a bit of kind of the, the way we go about doing that and the philosophy that we have, which is starts with open sources in our DNA, right? So obviously the company is named Grafana Labs after the namesake Grafana open source project, right? Which has a tremendous open source following has been around over 10 years, but that continues on into the rest of the things that we do, right? Where, you know, a visualization tool is, is only as good as the data that you're visualizing. So then you'd oftentimes Amen. need a place to store some metrics or logs or traces, right? And ultimately what Grafana Cloud is, is that full observability platform to make it really easy to get up and running, store all of that data, and then visualize it. And all of that starts with open source, right? So if you want to, you don't need to work with Grafana Labs at all. You can leverage the open source projects with Grafana, Mimir, Loki, Tempo, moving down the list, right? Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. of course, we kind of give you the, the commercial support if you need it, right? So if you need us to come in and help with services and support, we're there to do that. And if you really want to take the kind of hands-off approach you go ahead and leverage Grafana Cloud. We do all the heavy lifting on the back end, and you get to leverage a lot of the capabilities. So how, how does observability differ from monitoring? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And I mean, I, I too come from the, the monitoring space and mm-hmm. at some point it, it became observability. So, I mean, if you think about it from a, a technical definition perspective, right, we define observability as being able to infer the behavior of a system without understanding all of the underlying details, right? Now, in practice, I think what this means is us taking a lot of our monitoring data and making it so it can all be accessible in a single place, right? So you're getting not just metrics about one system, but you can also get into logs, you can get into traces, you can get into continuous profiles, and all of this stuff is available at your fingertips and all correlated. So you can go and say, hey, my monitoring metrics are telling me that's a problem, and then very quickly pivot into looking at the logs from the details of a service to actually find the root cause of that, right? And we don't think that you should have to go and jump between a different bunch of different tools and a bunch of different query languages, right? Like at 2 a.m. when you're troubleshooting, <laughs> brain's not firing that well, right? right. And so we want to make it so it's really, really easy for, for you to get access to that data. And that, that's how I yeah. view observability is bringing all of these singles together. Yeah, so correlation, that's going to be key in bridging yeah, from, from monitoring to observability. Awesome. Well, I know you have some stuff to show us today. Maybe we jump in and, and get a little bit deeper dive into the Grafana suite and the solutions. Where do you want to yeah. go from here? Let's, let's definitely talk, talk through that. Do you want to switch, switch to a couple of these slides and then I'll, uh, I'll talk through these? Yeah, awesome. sure. And, and so, folks, while you're, while you're joining the stream, if you have questions about observability, monitoring Grafana, MongoDB Atlas, get those ready. You can put those in the comments. We've got the, the amazing and powerful Luce Carter moderating today. She'll be jumping in. So, so get your questions ready. Go ahead, VJ. Yeah, keep, keep the questions coming. I see, I see someone that's asking about the, the plugin for Grafana and MongoDB. And we'll actually yeah. show you how to, how to get started with that here today. And fortunately, it is no longer exclusively a paid offering. So it's actually available oh, great. in the free tier of Grafana Cloud. So you can absolutely get started with that today. That's one of the things that we we heard from our users is we like to make things as available as possible, right? And so yeah. that used to be part of a package that you had to actually go and talk to our sales team and then do a proof of concept and an evaluation. And we wanted mm-hmm. to cut through all of that, right? So yeah. at the end of this presentation today, like you'll get all the links where you can go to grafana.com sign up for an account. You don't have to enter a credit card and you can get started with, with visualizing your data for MongoDB today. Yeah. Fantastic. So I, I want to also say we're going to be putting banners up with links that you can, you can type in, but we also have the links in the description of this video, whether you're on LinkedIn or YouTube, there's, there's links below. So check out the description and you can go ahead and click those links from there, but this is going to take you to the MongoDB specific page on Grafana Labs. So, so let's jump into it. Awesome. So I think I already, already covered this. I talked about a lot of the open source projects that, that we work with. I think fr- from there, I kind of alluded to the fact that we don't just offer open source solutions, but then we offer commercial support and services for that. And we have a full observability platform with, with Grafana Cloud. So here I see a few, few you know, tidbits about our customers and some of the folks that, that we work with. Um, but ultimately, I think what, what I really want to get to is kind of the brass tacks of, of what is Grafana Cloud and what it can be used for. 
So the first of all, the biggest difference that you're going to see with Grafana Cloud and any other observability solution out there is Grafana doesn't require you to go through a massive data consolidation project first and get all of your data into a single database to be able to visualize it together, right? And that'll be kind of the key thing that we're talking about today is Grafana we can connect into a number of different data sources. We'll focus on MongoDB here today, but there's a, a number of different technologies there. And without actually having to migrate that data from MongoDB into Grafana Cloud, Grafana Cloud makes API calls in real time to MongoDB Atlas or wherever your MongoDB database is stored and queries that data and then visualizes it inside of Grafana. So yep. this allows you to go and create that, that first pane of glass, right? Where you can see a full 360 degree view of your customers, your applications, your infrastructure without having to, to consolidate onto a single observability platform or migrate all of your data. Mm. Now, from there, once you start with, okay, I, I'm able to visualize all of this stuff. You oftentimes we find people then get into a state where they're saying, hey, now I got a new application, right? Something I need to go instrument. I actually do need to store some data, right? And the beauty of working with Grafana Cloud as opposed to just working in the open source is you started off with visualization, you came here for that, but now all of these other things are at your fingertips. So we then have databases to store metrics, logs, traces, and profiles. And then now we're building more solution-oriented things on top of that, where mm. you have kind of a point and click, get started type experience for Kubernetes monitoring or application performance management, or increasingly we're seeing people shifting left and incorporating performance testing into their development pipelines and actually taking on operational responsibility for, for the services. So then we get into on-call and incident management, which is all part of the platform as well. So yeah. you can start off saying, hey, I just want to visualize this data from Mongo and a Grafana dashboard. And as your needs evolve, all of these things are here for you at your fingertips. Yeah. So we do have a question. Akshay is asking how to see MongoDB metrics in Grafana like storage in use and calls per second. Yeah, that's that's a great question. So we'll we'll cover this a little bit in the, the demo that we have here planned shortly. Awesome. But the, the short answer for that is, there are a couple of different integrations between Grafana Cloud and MongoDB. We'll focus on one initially, which allows us to visualize the data that's stored in the database. But there's also mm -hmm. integrations for performance monitoring, where you can see the statistics exactly like, like, uh, like we're asking for here inside of a mm -hmm. Grafana dashboard. And I'll show you what that looks like in the demo. Okay. I don't want to slow you down too much, but there's another question about visualizing historical data. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, no, data. I mean that's that that's the beauty of it, right? <laughs> is as long as your data is in your MongoDB database, we can make a query to it and visualize that data, right? So yeah. with other okay. platforms, you're trying to go and consolidate everything in, and that historical data could be a challenge, but you have all of that available at your fingertips. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Some good comments coming through. Let's 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 continue on. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get to the the brass tacks of this. So I talked about this a little bit earlier, right? There's a number of different plugins for, for Grafana Cloud. We'll focus on MongoDB, but there's a number of other technologies that are, are available here today. And the, the reason for this, right? The, the big why is without this technology, what, what our customers tell us is, hey, we go in and we start troubleshooting. 
you start working in one observability tool, it gets you so far. Next thing you know, you need to go jump into logs. You need to jump into a different tool. You want to get into profiles, you're getting into a different tool. And those context switches. I mean, this is the bane of my existence is all day, every day. Just, <laughs> how many times can I context switch without, without losing my head and losing focus? And this is ultimately what we do is we make it so you can have a single dashboard. In this case, we've got some data coming from Mongo. We have some information coming from ServiceNow about some tickets. We have some BI data coming from Snowflake. We have some performance monitoring metrics coming from Prometheus. And this is just an example, right? You can create a dashboard like this to get this sort of a full 360 degree view across your, your applications and your infrastructure, even though the data may be stored in different places. Love it. All right. So I think people are excited to, to see the demo. So why don't we flip over to the other screen here and I'll show you how you can, can get started visualizing some of this data in Grafana Cloud. Okay. Sounds good. All right. There we go. So I'm going to start off on what is, is hopefully a familiar interface for, for most of you. I set this up earlier running on MongoDB Atlas. Um, I'll tell you right now, everything you're going to see in the demo is available for free. So I am using the free trial of MongoDB Atlas. I'm using the free version of Grafana Cloud. And I was able to get all of this up and running uh, without even entering a credit card. So here uh, you'll see I have a, a cluster set up on, on Atlas. I have set up uh, a couple of M0 nodes, right? So nothing fancy here in terms of my Mongo configuration whatsoever. I was just trying to get something up and running and stay within the, the free tier uh, for demonstration purposes. So we've got our, our database up and running here. Uh, I went ahead and loaded the sample database, which Mongo provides. Mm -hmm. So it's a database mm -hmm. of movies and review information. Um, and all of that is, is stored inside of this database. We also have Grafana Cloud up and running. So here you'll see this is a, a free account for Grafana Cloud, which I started here. It's gone to our 14-day trial of our pro version, but then it'll revert back to free. And the MongoDB integration is included in, in that free that the, the free version. Okay, um, so, so far, so far, before we get too far, we've got MongoDB Atlas, which is free forever. You can start with a free account. You can load the sample databases for free without a credit card. And you've got Grafana Cloud, which is free for 14 days. And then it reverts back to a, to a from pro to a free instance. So everything you're seeing today, you can get started without, without paying any money. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, good. And there are links below to both of these platforms if folks want to jump in and, and get started. Awesome. So we like to make it really easy to, to get started. So we've got this big blue connect data button. And then you see all of those integrations we were talking about earlier. So we'll go ahead and search for Mongo here. And you'll see we've got a couple of different integrations. So there was a question earlier about monitoring the health and performance of uh, a MongoDB database. And you'll see here we've got an integration for if you're running your own Mongo server or if you're using MongoDB Atlas. For today's demo, we're going to start with the data source, right? Which is a slightly different use case. This is not monitoring the health of the database, but actually visualizing the data stored inside of it. So we'll go ahead and click onto MongoDB here, and we will install the plugin. So this is going to take us to grafana.com, where we'll now select our organization and 
select install plugin. That'll go ahead and install our plugin for us. For the demo here today, I'm gonna to leverage this other organization that already has the, the plugin installed. Once we have the plugin installed, when we come back to this same screen and I search for Mongo, we'll see a green check mark here showing that the plugin is installed. So we'll go ahead and click on that and click on add new data source to start configuring the connection between Grafana Cloud and, and MongoDB Atlas. Now, next, whenever we're working with any sort of cloud service, it's really important to get the networking right. So we published this document, which we'll make available to you, uh, which has all of our IP addresses. So whenever wherever traffic is coming from, uh, from Grafana Cloud, all of that will be listed here. And in this case, we're using the, the sample database. So I went ahead and just configured network access from the public internet because there's no sensitivity with this data whatsoever. But of course, you could go and lock that down further if you want to really secure the connection between uh, Grafana Cloud and, and MongoDB Atlas. So now, great question coming in. Before you go any further, we're doing everything in the cloud today as far as the demo goes. But that's not to say that we can't use Grafana open source on-premise and MongoDB on-premise, correct? Yes. It would be just a, a, a very different setup. You would have to configure those things manually. Y yes, oh, absolutely. Actually, no, there is a configuration GUI with Grafana, even when it's on-prem, right? There, There is. There is absolutely. Yeah. So there are, are two ways that you can get this, this solution, right? The one that I'm focused on here today is using Grafana Cloud because mm -hmm. it's included in the free the free version there, okay. right? Yeah. Where there is a version of this which can be self-hosted. It that the MongoDB plugin is not in the open source version of Grafana, but it is in what we call Grafana Enterprise, right? So I'm focusing okay. on Grafana gotcha. Cloud because it's in the free version, but it is available on premise, but it is a it is a paid offering from Grafana Cloud or from Grafana Labs. Okay. Gotcha. Are there other questions we should take right now, Michael? Here's one from Edson. He's talking about a very specific use case, moving logs from MS SQL to Loki using Grafana Cloud. Would the same agent accomplish this? Yes, yes, ab absolutely. So here I, I've obviously been, been focused on this use case here of visualizing uh, data in a MongoDB database. But here as an example, if we went to custom data, you can see that we have the ability to host logs, traces, profiles, data stored in open telemetry, Prometheus metrics, graphite metrics, et cetera. So if you wanted to send logs, you could go ahead and click hosted logs. You'll have a few options, like are you collecting from you know, a standalone server or a Kubernetes cluster? It'll ask you to create API tokens. And then ultimately, it's going to go ahead and create the agent configuration that's needed to go ahead and send the data to, to Grafana Cloud. So in the yeah. case of Loki, that agent is called Promtail, but we bundle all of these agents into what we call the Grafana agent. So you have everything available in one place. So you could absolutely send 10 logs from mm -hmm. that Mongo server to Grafana Cloud using that same agent. Unified. Love it. Exactly. All right, Michael, any other questions we should take now or should we continue on uh, here? I think let's continue on. Yep. Okay, perfect. So now that we've got our, our network 
configuration set up. The next thing we want to do is grab our connection string. So we will go back to Mongo. We'll go to Atlas. We'll go ahead and click connect. We'll click on to compass and we'll copy our connection string. Now we'll go back into Grafana Cloud. We'll go ahead and paste in that connection string. And I want to authenticate securely here. So I'm going to go ahead and pull the username and password out of the, the connection string itself. I'm going to go over to my notepad here, grab my password and paste that in. And I'll go ahead and remove the username and password from the connection string and then go ahead and click save and test. Now, beautiful. We see that our, our health check is successful. So now we're able to go and start building a dashboard. So I'll go ahead and mm. click build a dashboard, click add visualization. Now I'll select my data source. And this is where you start to see some of the most power from, from Grafana is these queries are directly in Mongo's query language, right? So we have it. It's MQL. Yep, this is MQL. We haven't created a new syntax. We haven't created a new query language. We say, hey, you're querying a Mongo database. Let's use MQL. So what I was able to do here was just copy and paste in this, this query. Here, you see that we were looking at the review information for a movie. So in this case, it's the movie Skyfall. And we are looking at data coming from Rotten Tomatoes. Now, Grafana is really, really awesome at visualization. So I can now start to say, hey, what visualization makes most sense here? I could choose a bar chart. I could choose a stat. There's a bunch of different options that are available here. In this case, I think a gauge is most appropriate, right? Because this is, is a rating information. Now I can go and configure a few things uh, within the, the visualization itself. First, I'm going to say that this is a number and this goes from zero to 100, right? It's a rating review. So now I go and I have a gauge and I can kind of visualize that. I can also then go and configure some thresholds, right? People like colors. Colors make things really easy for people to understand. So I can say, hey, this starts off as red. I configure a threshold that if this goes up above 75, we go ahead and now convert that to green, right? So now I'm able to go and create this sort of a, a progress bar. I can see exactly what the, what the review is, but it's very easy for me to see this is 86 out of 100, and this one is set to green. So obviously that's a good review. Now, this is kind of where this starts, right? Is now I can go and take these queries, I can go and visualize them in, in whatever, whatever visualizations make sense. For the sake of time here, I will flip over to a dashboard which has already been created. And you'll see I've added a few more panels here, right? Now let's go ahead and drill into one of those panels and see exactly what this looks like because I've leveraged a few more advanced capabilities of Grafana. So in that previous query I showed you, I had hard-coded in the, the movie, right? That might not be the most, that most useful way to go about doing that if that query is only going to show me the review for one specific movie. But now here, if you look into the query, I apologize, my laptop's fighting me a little bit. If I look into the mm. query, you'll see that I've defined a variable here, right? I've defined movie as a variable. And that is actually part of my dashboard configuration. 
Now, what this allows me to do is I can go say, all right, I want to look at John Carter. And now on the fly here, Grafana sees that we want to query John Carter. It populates that as our movie variable. That then gets propagated into these queries and all of the visualizations then update. So it's a really, really nice way for you to make dashboards, which are reusable, right? In this case- Interactive, you, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're showing you movie reviews. I don't expect you to use this for that use case, but <laughs> maybe you say, hey, I want to monitor one application or one set of infrastructure. And then you go and you have a dropdown here for application or a dropdown for cluster, and you can go and leverage one dashboard and use it over and over again and get a really consistent experience across your environment. I love that. And I love the the ability to create a variable and interpolate that right into the dashboard. That's fantastic. There's a question about when to use Grafana versus a tool like MongoDB charts. And I think there's probably some overlap in visualizing your data. MongoDB charts is a phenomenal way. It's natively built into the MongoDB Atlas platform. I think there's different use cases though you're most likely going to use Grafana when you're incorporating monitoring and observability data in addition to some of these more, you know, strict data visualization type charts, right? So it's kind of like a, a centralized observability platform versus a pure straight up the middle data visualization. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. So I alluded to this earlier, right? But there are a bunch of different plugins for Grafana Cloud, right? So here, mm -hmm. as an example, these are the plugins which we we publish and maintain at Grafana Labs, right? So we call them our enterprise plugins. And mm -hmm. you can see some of the, the data sources here, right? Things like, hey, if you have a bunch of observability tools across your environment, you have AppDynamics or Datadog or Honeycomb or New Relic, right? Or you want to pull in information about your development pipeline from Jira. You've got data stored in an Oracle database, Salesforce, ServiceNow, Snowflake. If, if you have data kind of spread across these different platforms, that's where we see people get a lot of value from Grafana Cloud, right? Is, yeah. yes, I can visualize all of this stuff from Mongo, but I can pull in information from other places to really get that, that full picture of the environment. Yeah, great answer. So there's a, a couple last things that I'll, I'll show you here, but please keep the, the questions coming. So mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier that at Grafana Labs, we like to work out in the open, right? So an example of that and a link we'll, we'll get to everyone here is what we, a site we call Grafana Play. So this is a publicly accessible Grafana Cloud stack. And I've taken this dashboard we were looking at earlier and made this available publicly. So if you want to go and start playing around with this, you're following along, you know, maybe watching a, a recording of this and you're like, hey, what, what exactly was that query? What ex how exactly does this work? You can come in here and look at any of these panels, see exactly how the visualizations are configured, how the query is set up, how the variables are set up. All of that information is here and, uh, and available at your fingertips. So we like to, to make all of that, that there for you. And then as I, as I mentioned earlier, right, in terms of getting started, it's very, very simple, right? We'll get everyone all of these links, but Grafana Cloud Free is the, the easiest way to get started. This includes all of those enterprise plugins. So all the ones we were looking at earlier, including, including Mongo. And you, you get a decent amount of, of usage across 
a lot of the other things, right? So we, we like to say that this is an, an actually useful free tier, right? We're trying to give back to the community and give you something that you can actually use rather than something that, you know, you sign up for it, you get a little bit of a teaser, and then we start asking you for money. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you then, do you need to pull a credit card out to get access no. to the free? Great. No, that's no, good. you do not. It's right right yeah. here. It's something that, that we really Love believe it. very strongly in is we want mm-hmm. you to go and get access to the technology, play around with it. And if you see value in it, right, and, mm-hmm. and you, you need to scale past some of the limits that are listed here, then we'd like to, you know, talk about a commercial agreement, but we really want you to be able to use it, see value from it, play around with it, understand what it does before we ever get to that point, right? And if you stay within these limits, then there's no reason to ever, ever pay us any money. We like to give back to the community that way. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, that was a great demo. Is there anything further you want to share on on the demo? You know, there's just a, a couple things which I will will highlight quickly, which is, there was a question earlier about, hey, how do I monitor the health of my, my Mongo server, right? So we focused first on the data source and actually visualizing data inside of, of the Mongo database. But if we want to actually understand the health of it, we could go and leverage these integrations, right? What this is going to do is very similar to what we were looking at earlier about you know collecting logs. This will ru- walk you through installing the Grafana agent, you choose the appropriate environment, it'll generate the configuration needed for you. And then this is actually going to leverage uh, a Prometheus exporter and we'll then go and start exporting metrics uh, using the MongoDB Prometheus exporter and the Grafana agent. So this makes it really easy for you to get up, get up and running. You can then go ahead and click install. This will install some uh, out of the box dashboards so you can get started and get running uh, super, super quickly. The, the one other thing that I would, would highlight, if we can switch back to the slides here real quick, Michael, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. is I mentioned earlier that, hey, we, we give you that list of IP addresses and you can kind of open up you know, your, your Mongo environment from those list of IPs. When we start getting to you know, really sensitive environments where you say, hey, I'm running this database maybe on your own premise. Maybe you're using a cloud service, but you're running inside of like a VPC. We heard a lot of feedback of, you know, this data is sensitive. I have it running on a private network for a reason. You asking me to poke all these holes through my firewalls is just kind of a security Mm -hmm. risk, right? So we've Mm -hmm. introduced a new capability called Private Data Source Connect. What this allows you to do is if you have your, your Mongo database running on your private network, you would install the, the PDC agent. This effectively acts as a proxy server. So it initiates communication outbound to Grafana Cloud, establishes a SOX over SSH tunnel, and then all of the further traffic is then sent through that tunnel. So you then don't have to poke holes through your firewall. You get a really secure way of, of working through that. The agent handles little things like each time it starts up, it rotates keys, right? So that that's mm-hmm. always secured for you and you don't have to go think about those kinds of things. Yeah, fantastic. So this is really in line with the question from Edson. How would you set up the connection if you're using hosted MongoDB and using Grafana Cloud, would PDC be the best option? Yeah. Or yeah, would Grafana so- Agent be, be better from a performance perspective? Yeah, so they're they're really two two different use cases, right? So 
if you're hosting your own Mongo database and you want to visualize the data inside of that database, PDC is your answer, right? Because this mm -hmm. is going to go ahead and establish that SSH tunnel. And then all of our queries can then go through that. In addition to that, if you wanted performance health stats on, on the database itself, that's where you would, you would leverage the Grafana agent and the Prometheus exporter. And then that would start sending metrics uh, back to Grafana cloud for the, the health of that database, right? So mm -hmm. if you could do both, right? The PDC agent is used for queries, um, whereas the Grafana agent is used for actually sending telemetry back to Grafana cloud. Yeah, fantastic. Great answer to the question. Folks, if you've got more questions, now's the time. Load them up into the comments. Tell me uh, a little bit, we touched on this, but there's a, a great relationship between Grafana open source and Grafana cloud. How, how does, let's, let's double click into that a little bit. What does the Grafana open source community look like? Is there a, are, are there, is there representation inside Grafana labs for the folks maintaining the open source project? Yes, absolutely. So if I go back to this slide that I kind of went through very, very quickly, but I mean, starting with the, the founder, right? So, so Torkel Odegaard was the guy who created created Grafana. I'll give you know give some kudos where, it, where it's due, right? Grafana was originally a fork of Kibana, so it started mm -hmm, off mm -hmm. and he said, "Hey, I I love Kibana, right? But I really want to leverage this for time series data, right? At the time, mm -hmm. Graphite was the the time series database of choice, right? And you know, he spent his his nights and weekends saying, how can I port Kibana and make it work with, with time series data? From there, right, we, we formed a company, right? And Grafa our Torkel is still very, very active inside of Grafana Labs. He's our chief Grafana mm -hmm. officer, right? And he does everything Grafana <laughs> related. He drives a lot of the innovation there. And you'll see here, most of the, the people that work on the Grafana open source project, just under 90%, actually work for Grafana Labs. Yeah. As you look through some of the, the other projects here, you'll see that we have a lot of expertise with respect to Prometheus, right? So we didn't start the Prometheus project. We have a bunch of affiliated projects like Mimir, but we have a lot of the Prometheus maintainers here on staff because we do a ton with that, right? Some of these mm -hmm. other projects, you'll see that, you know, we, we've contributed a lot there, right? So you see 91% of the Loki maintainers and then 100% of some of these others with Tempo, Hyroscope, OnCall, and, and Faro, right? So we like to keep all these folks in-house, right? But obviously, it's an mm. open source community, right? Not everyone stays with us, but we keep a, a lot of the expertise here where we can. Yeah. Who maintains, who gates the PRs and evaluates what feature sets get added to Grafana? Yeah, so... Is that still um, Torquil? Yeah, I mean, it's still done done out in the open, right? So there are there, there's a set of Grafana maintainers. There is the the calls that happen, I think, on a monthly basis, right? So all of the community members are you know encouraged to go join those calls. PRs are encouraged. We want people mm -hmm. to to really contribute back here. You you saw earlier that we have a bunch of customers, right? And and some mm -hmm. of these large customers and these large enterprises are ultimately what drives some of the commercial features. So mm -hmm. as an example here, you see that we got the Hall of Innovation Award for JP Morgan Chase. And they're mm -hmm. one of our longest custom, longest standing customers. They first came to us and said, we need help with open source, right? We need you to help us 
you know, with these bugs, we need to help us operationalize this technology. But then it continued on into them asking for features that really make sense for mm -hmm. a large enterprise. Most open source users are not going to see value out of some of those things that are built for really, really large, massive enterprises. And so those features are the ones that go into our commercial products, right? So mm -hmm. in general, if something's going to only be useful for a really large organization, it'll probably end up in our commercial products. If it's mm -hmm. something that we see as broadly applicable, right, across lots of use cases, like on-call as an example, right? Mm -hmm. We hear people really struggling with alert fatigue and alert management. So when we went to launch that product, we very consciously said, let's push this back to the open source because we think everyone will see value from this, not just large organizations. Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the future and I'd love to touch on AI. It's a hot topic, but let's put that on the shelf for a moment. Tor, Bjorn is asking about cloud server locations and GDP, GDPR compliance. I can answer for MongoDB. We've got something like 80 cloud server locations for MongoDB Atlas, and we are we can support a GDPR, GDPR compliant application suite. So, but what about Grafana Labs? Yeah, but very similar answer on our side. I don't think we have 80 locations just yet, but we are uh, available on all three major cloud providers. So AWS, Azure, and GCP, and we've got locations around the world. So we've got some in North America, mm -hmm. some in Europe, some in APAC. And so specifically with respect to those locations in Europe are the ones that people usually choose. And there is control around right to remove and forget and, and region specificity for GDPR. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. Okay, terrific. So I, I do want to ask about the future. What exciting things are on the roadmap for Grafana? And is there anything happening in the AI space? I think for me, monitoring is just such an open opportunity for, for AI and to leverage the power of, of AI as it relates to all the volumes of data. So I guess I'll ask those two questions, like what's on the roadmap that exci that's exciting you? And is there anything in the AI space? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit of both. So mm. one of the things that's a bit interesting about Grafana Labs is we grow intentionally via M&A, right, in a way that I haven't quite seen at other companies. So if you look at, at this diagram here, the K6 performance testing side, right, that partially mm. came via acquisition. We acquired K6 and then launched these products and integrated them into Grafana Cloud. The incident response and management pieces also came from acquisitions, right? So we acquired a few companies there, and then they came out of stealth as part of, of Grafana Cloud with the on-call and incident products. And the, the latest addition here that we announced at our conference and observability con is an acquisition of asserts.ai. So asserts.ai, we really see as kind of the glue to bring, bring all of these signals together, right? So mm -hmm. I've got something going on with my application observability, right? I see that I've got some slow responses. There's also probably something going on inside of that Kubernetes cluster that it's running on. And those Kubernetes events are probably mm -hmm. related to that. So rather than you trying to go and piece all of these pieces together, asserts goes and builds a dynamic service map, builds a workbench for you to actually go and navigate through all of those alerts and all of the things that are happening 
to speed up troubleshooting further. So mm -hmm. that's really, really exciting. We're in the early stages of that, right? So Asserts is, is part of the Grafana Cloud platform now, but we're still working on integrations into a lot of the other things. Of course, be beyond that, right? Generative AI is hard to ignore these days, right? And so you're seeing us leverage generative AI capabilities where it makes sense. So things like yep. PromQL can be a bit of a learning curve, right? And so now we've built an AI assistant to help you write your PromQL queries where you can write something in plain English and it'll then mm -hmm. go and write the PromQL query or summarizing incidents, right? I mean, by the time you get to the end of the incident, the last thing you want to do is summarize it and get into that root cause analysis. And one of the things we've learned about Gen AI is it's really good at summarization. So mm -hmm. you can go and just click a button and it'll automatically generate a summary for you of your incident so that you can go and wrap that up, right? So those are a few examples that are, you know, in the product and available today. But of, of course, you're putting a lot of effort into, into AI, specifically generative AI these days. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. It's, it's pragmatic, like use, use AI where it makes sense. And that sounds like what the Grafana Labs is doing. Fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we begin to wrap up? You know, this has been a, been a great session. I really appreciate all of the, the questions. We will definitely post the, the recordings of these. We'll, we'll get all of this yep. content out to everyone. Also, we'll, we'll get everyone the link, but on grafana.com, there is like a four minute video of the demo that I did to get today. So like, if you just want to go back and get a really, really quick refresher on like, Hey, how do I get started with some of those things? There's a, a four minute version of this as well, which, which may benefit you. Terrific. BJ, thank you so much for stopping by and congratulations. What a great platform. Really well done. Yeah. Thank you much. This has been a, a great session today. I really appreciate you having me. Yep. Welcome back anytime. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks so much to VJ for joining us today. And thanks to you, the listeners. Remember, check the show notes for links to all of the resources we discussed today. And uh, consider sharing this episode with a colleague. And if you liked what you heard, leave a comment and a rating. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great day.